Dad always said that if a person gets scared when they're snake-bitten, it means that a portion of the faith has waned. It's necessary for a person to have unwavering faith when they're snake-bitten. They have to know, in faith, that they're going to make it. The following memoir contains many references to people, places, and events that were introduced in the Alabama Astronaut podcast. This is not Alabama Astronaut 2. This is an offshoot of Alabama Astronaut. Visit alabamaastronaut.com for that podcast if you would like to see and hear an artistic but journalistic take on Cody Coots, the music of his faith and of the faith itself. This is Cody Coots telling his story from his perspective, basically chronologically. This is Marked for Life, Memoir of a Serpent Handling Preacher by Cody Coots. Forward. As declared in the Alabama Astronaut Podcast, many members of the Science Following Faith entrusted Abe Partridge, and occasionally even me, with so many of their treasures. Turns out, even as Abe was first meeting Cody Coots in the early episodes of Alabama Astronaut, Cody was busy working on a 33-chapter manuscript about his turbulent and often devastating life. Abe and I, of course, leapt at the chance to help old Cody out. My journey before I ever even visited any of the churches, I consumed every shred of literature I could find on the subject. My name is Farrell Gibbs. This is Abe Partridge. And why he thinks this book by Cody Coots is a remarkable entry into the public record. And I'm pretty knowledgeable of what literature is available on this subject. Other than the book written by Jimmy Morrow with Ralph Hood, that was called Handling Serpents. That was a history of the Jesus name serpent handling movement. This will be the only book ever written by a serpent handler that I'm aware of. Jimmy was basically a broad history of the serpent handling faith where this book here is going to be Cody. As the song played, Andrew walked over to the big yellow cage. Inside it were several rattlers. And Andrew carefully slid the cage open to peek in. Then he started to reach inside and grab those snakes. One by one. Just grabbing up multiple kinds. Everything was fine until Andrew reached for the last one. Cody's telling his life story. And in that way, I believe it's significant and important addition to the library that is currently available on this unique religious faith. All of a sudden, even with the gobs of snakes twisted in his hands, Andrew froze. He turned his head toward me and smiled from ear to ear. What in the world is he smiling at, I wondered. I'm bit, he announced. A rattler had gotten him on his arm. I was shocked. Well, Andrew, I said, this is probably not good, you know. Rattlesnake bites were nothing to play with. And on a broader scale, what it's like to grow up within that faith, and then, you know, more broadly, what it's like being bought up in a place like Middlesbrough, Kentucky. I walked over to him to see how much damage it had done. Not to say that Andrew was in the clear by any stretch. This serpent bite, I quickly discovered, was going to be an ordeal. If you take the time to try to understand someone, hear their story, get to know their background, the various experiences and circumstances that have surrounded them in their lifetime, 
that little 30 second clip of Cody getting bit in the head, it would be hard to just call him full of the devil or, oh, he's just ignorant or he's just stupid or he's just misguided or whatever. And once you understand the totality of who he is, you'd probably feel something more like anguish or um, sympathy. This has been the foreword of Marked for Life by Cody Coots. Chapter 1, The Introduction to the Life of a Serpent-Handling Preacher.